You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number four. It's The Big Show, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's GVP and Azam coming to you live from the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio before we head down the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Just a little preview on what's coming up on the station at 10 o'clock. We got Jay's Talk Plus. 1 o'clock, we got another edition of Sportsnet Today at 3. Pat Steinberg gives you another edition of Flamestock. That leads us into 4 o'clock. Blair and Barker tees up tonight's baseball game. Toronto Blue Jays and the Philadelphia Phillies. But that's not the only baseball going on tonight. Okotoks Dogs pursue start their championship series tonight. And to talk about that series and everything else around the Okotoks Dogs, we go down the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline to talk to a familiar voice. You've heard him here on the station before. You may have even heard him uh, covering the Okotoks Dogs, play-by-play voice of the Okotoks Dogs. It's Peter Klein. Peter, uh, thanks for taking the time for joining us. How's it going today? I'm doing well. I'm uh, very excited for tonight. It's it, like, it, it feels like Christmas, but Christmas you get to open the presents early. Tonight I have to wait for 7 o'clock for the uh, the presents to get going. So uh, I'm excited and uh, very happy to be uh, hanging out with you guys this morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, and thanks again for taking the time. And, yeah, it is a super exciting time for the Dogs. This is a team that's had a lot of success over the last couple of years. They're obviously going for their third championship in four years. But I, I want to take it back to the series that just finished. The Dogs are winners of five in a row now, dating back to the regular season. Obviously, they're carrying a ton of momentum into the series, like I just said. But... Did it feel a little bit sweeter sweeping the Sylvan Lake goals? To me, it felt like these teams were rivals and kind of destined to face off in the playoffs. So if it were me, I would have, you know, enjoyed that a little bit more than beating another team. What, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this was an intense one. And like you could see in the crowd, there was a fight in the crowd uh, in game one. So there was obviously a little bit more emotion. And with all due respect to, Brooks, Lethbridge, and Fort McMurray. That was the matchup that we were all waiting for in the West all season long. That right. was the Bane and Batman throwing people aside in the fight scene to finally square off with each other. And it, it did not disappoint. Even with a, a slightly lopsided score in game one, um, at 10 to 5, you never really felt comfortable. And there was so much animosity between both of those teams that it, it was, yeah, it, it definitely had. Uh, a little bit of a, uh, an extra sweetness uh, attached to it from a, an Okotoks perspective. And now you go up uh, against a, a medicine hat team that at one point was a rival. Now um, moved over to the, the East division to help balance some things out a little bit, but um, yes, no, that, that one certainly felt a, a little bit sweeter as they were. It, it felt like in competition all season long and for the dogs to finally land that, that final blow to, to knock them out. I, I'm sure they enjoyed it. Excuse me. They enjoyed it just as much as uh, as their fans did. Yeah, exactly. And then moving on to this finals series here, kind of tee it up. What kind of a challenge do the Mavericks pose for the Dogs, and and how how will it be different from the Gulls, if at all? Because this is a team who seems to be getting hot at the right time, especially in the second half of the season here. Yeah, they are on fire, and I, I had been saying for a little bit like it was. It was going to be the dogs of the Gauls against Moose Jaw. Um, and that was a, maybe a little bit dismissive because Moose Jaw was so far ahead of everyone. And it, it felt like any time uh, Medicine Hat got the idea that they might be able to catch the Miller Express, Moose Jaw would rattle off five or six wins in a row. And that would just be that. So for a, a Medicine Hat team coming into this one, there, there is always, or there's obviously a lot of belief on that team right now. They are playing 
extremely good baseball. And uh, I think it presents an interesting challenge. Um, the, the Gulls lineup, one through nine, was extremely deep. And you had to basically worry about everyone. I, I was saying on the broadcast, you, you get to the eight, nine hitters. It's like, man, when is, can I, like, from a pitcher standpoint, like, can I just have a couple easy at-bats here? Oh, right. we're back to the top of the order already. Great. Fantastic. Um, and so that was a, a real interesting challenge for the, the dogs. And now you, you face a, a medicine hat team that kind of feels a little bit similar in just how well they are playing. Like there isn't a, a stretch in there where it's, Oh, okay. Well, these guys are on a cold streak. This is a team playing extremely confidently. And I think that makes it, this game one tonight huge and a best of three, the dogs don't have to win in medicine hat to win a championship, but you best not be losing on home field either uh, because you don't want to give this team any more momentum than they already have. We are talking with Peter Klein on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline on the big show, Hour 4. I'm GVP, and he's his own. Hey, Peter. I uh, hope all is well. Thanks for t- joining us. Uh, I just wanted to say, go back to that game one. They were down to nothing, and then uh, Kazorla hits that grand slam, and that seemed to be rolling the ball rolling for this team, and it kind of kick-started that big offense for the, the sweep over the Gulls. Yeah, it really did. Um, we were saying, like, I can't remember the last time that the dogs were down two at home that early. Like, they're usually the ones getting the quick start and just being able to, to kind of run away and hide. And so to, to be able to get that, and it was like just you could see the emotion when, when Kazorla crosses home plate and he just lets out a huge scream and the, the crowd was so into it. It was at that point where it's like, okay, there's, there's something fun going on with this team. And that was just such a huge boost because the first inning of that game started, it started off really well for the dogs they got the first two gulls batters out. And then Tyler McWillie hit one that I still don't think has landed. And so that, that had every opportunity to be a bit of a, a gut punch and a bit deflating for, for the dogs who had to have had a lot of confidence coming into this one, but to have Kazorla come up who has been so key for this team, even going back to the pandemic year where they split the team into two and had dogs red and dogs black, and he burst onto the scene that way. He's come up with so many big moments, and to, to really get that ball rolling, like you said, Azam, was perfect for, for what the, the dogs needed. And then Brendan Luther, Mr. August, following up with a, a home run in the next inning. It, it was kind of like, okay, this is, this is a team that is absolutely dialed in right now. We look at the score sheet, and it's not just one player or a couple down, a couple players in the lineup. It seems to be an entire team effort. How important is that when you're in the playoffs and everyone's contributing up and down the lineup, pitchers, everyone's contributing? How important is that? Oh, it's huge, and it's something that the dogs have been working on all season long. And when you look at the the roster, one of the tricky things about the WCBL um, is <laughs> the most important time of year. Some of your most important players are heading back to college. Like we, um, I, I think GVP has the clip somewhere of uh, Nash Crowell um, from the, the social media saying, my, my nickname is Nash Bash because I hit tanks. Um, Nash is gone. He has gone off to, back to his collegiate team. And a number of very important players, along with uh, guys like Noah Geeky, have made their way back to college already. So you are, I'm not saying it's bare bones. That, that would be wildly disrespectful. Um, but, but you are doing this without a couple of key pieces. And I think the dogs recognize that. And that was uh, something that they, they also noticed from last year's team that went on to a championship. So throughout the season, they have been rotating guys in. 
Um, you, you'll notice when you go through the score sheet for the regular season, not many players even reached the 40-game mark this year because the dogs were constantly cycling players in to, to build that depth for this most important time of the year. And it has obviously paid off. Um, Eric Matchett, who, uh, or Matchy, sorry, who played seven games all season long, came up with two big doubles in game one against the, the Gulls and ended up scoring twice in that game. And it's just that's, that's the type of thing that the dogs have been working on all season long is make sure you are ready because we are going to lose some very important pieces at this time. So the, the depth has been monumentally huge for this team. And the fact that they've been able to, to build that while losing a couple of key pieces is really a testament to the job that the coaching staff has done, um, to the facilities they have out in Okotoks to, to get everyone ready, kind of the uh, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready sort of a, a thing. And it has absolutely paid off through these first four playoff games. Yeah, I think you're totally hit the nail on the head there. It kind of took away my next question that the, like the dogs are looking for their seventh title, their third and four year, and yeah, obviously that this isn't a professional level. There, there, there is going to be some changes, but we hear it in sports with phrases like the Patriot Way. But I, I get that we're talking about college kids. But what would you think is the key thing that makes the dogs such a consistent program year in and year out? Uh, I think they they have like it, you you said it there program that they have built a program. It starts with the the thirteen and under team, um, and they they work it up. Like you have a, a lot of kids. It, it really is remarkable. I know I'm stammering over everything, but there's like five different ways that I want to go with this. It, it really is remarkable what's been built out in in Okotoks, the, this city just south of Calgary, um, is producing top talent after top talent after top talent. Um, that, that's going off to play high-level collegiate baseball. Um, that they have an amazing facility out in Okotoks. I, I did a tour through there, and I, I like I was lacking things like athletic ability and things like that. But I was like, man, if I had something like this when I was growing up, oh, the, I could have gone from slightly below average to maybe above average. But yeah. when you have high-level talents that are coming through there, and to be able to stay sharp in those facilities, it really is a great advantage that the the dogs have. And it's something that they have put a lot of time in. They've invested a, a lot of um, dollars into it as well. And it's paying off. You see every year the, the U15 team is winning championships. The U17 team is off winning championships. And not just in Calgary. That they're going down to the States and, and winning titles there. And so what, what has been built in Okotoks is really special. Um, and it, it starts really from the, the grassroots type of a, a program, and it builds all the way to the, the main collegiate level. And that, that has been a, a wonderful asset that the dogs have been able to take advantage of for years and years. And it, it really does feel like the, the Patriot way or like the, the Calgary Stampeders, where it's, oh, yeah, Matt Wilkinson started the season for the dogs got drafted by the Cleveland Guardians, so he's not necessarily hanging around here this summer, so we just have to find another ace. And they just have one, or yeah. four, and it, it ends up going on. So it's, it, it's not something that just happened yesterday. It's something that has been built over several years, and you now see the, the results of it. Like a, a Connor Croson, um, who, who plays first and third for the Dogs, he started with the U13 team and has worked his way all the way through, and, and now he's hitting almost 400 this season after hitting 380 in college down in the States this year. Like It, it really is an amazing program that's been built.
Mm-hmm. And uh, just getting back to the, the actual game, kind of previewing it tonight, uh, it's expected that Graham Brunner will get the start here in Game 1. In Game 1 against uh, Fort McMurray, pitched six scoreless innings, two walks, and five Ks. What can you tell me about his game or the pitching staff as a whole? Because what I've read and assessed from the dogs so far is that although they have some great offense, their pitching is what really wins them ball games. Yeah, the, the pitching is the, the straw that stirs the drink. And, and it was last year, and it continues this year. Like I said, even without a, a Matt Wilkinson who gets drafted in the 10th round, Graham Bruner has really stepped up, and he pitched some key games. It really felt like if the dogs happened to go on a, a couple of games slide, he was the one to just settle things down, and he is so reliable out there. You, you know what you are getting. Um, location is not an issue for any dogs pitchers, but specifically for Graham. He, he does a really good job of not really – putting himself into danger, if that makes sense. Like, he, he's not going to beat himself. And yeah. that, that's really something you appreciate at the, the collegiate level. And there's that big game experience that he has. He, he pitched in big games last year for the Dogs, both down the stretch and uh, on the way to that, that sixth championship. And then this season, like I said, he was so important for them. And coming off of a, a, a Gulls series where they were able to, to win that one and two, but the bullpen's going to be rested. Graham's going to be rested as well. So I would anticipate another deep outing for him tonight, and that's so crucial in a best-of-three series like the the Dogs and Mavericks have here. We're in conversation with the play-by-play voice of your Oak Tokes Dogs, Peter Klein, on the big show, hour number four, as the Dogs look to get game one of the WCBL championship. Uh, Speaking of championships, they had Aiden Hill come through with the Stanley Cup. How big was that for those guys to just see uh, a native guy who has made it through a championship and something they can do on their level and starting with the championship in the WCBL. Man, I, I was there the next day and people were still buzzing about that. Um, it, it was, it, it was just such a boost for, for these guys. Like this is, like I said, like these guys are basically playing baseball all season long. They go up, play collegiate baseball. Like a lot of them are leaving now. To, to go to their colleges and go to their college teams. And then they wrap up in March and then they come here in May and play again. So it, it can be a bit of a grind on these kids. And so to have something that breaks that up and, and to see someone like an Aiden Hill from around here who put in all of that work and showed all of that dedication to hone his craft, to get to the highest level and to, to have it pay off in the best way it possibly can in professional sports. And that's with a championship and specifically the Stanley cup it really is kind of a, a proof of concept like that. This is, this is the type of thing you are working towards. This is the type of thing you are, are putting in all of these extra reps for. So it's a, a proof of concept of all, all that work you are putting in. And then it's just really freaking cool. Like, even if you're not a hockey fan, the Stanley cup is like, it, it's, it just looks awesome. Right. And so to, to be able to drink what I'm sure was just water and Gatorade out of the out of the Stanley Cup had to have been a, a, just a really cool experience to, to kind of break things up with the, the serious of the the postseason at hand. Uh, with, with just playing at Siemens Stadium, it was just voted the best ballpark for summer collegiate baseball. Just for people who haven't been out there, the experience that you can feel. Just talk about you know how what the experience is like just being out there. Uh, definitely because it's not in Calgary, but it's in Oak Tokes, and people are like. Eh, it's a little far for me, but uh, it, again, it's voted the best ballpark in summer collegiate baseball. Is it something uh, some people might make the trip out for? 
it absolutely should be on your, your sports bucket list. And I'm, I'm not just saying that because the team pays me. Um, I, I loved going out to games before I was working for the dogs. Um, if, if there is an after working with the dogs, I will still be going to games out there. It is like the quintessential summer experience. So you have um, like Jimmy Buffett and all that playing uh, as the, the, the crowd is walking up. Um, there's some amazing food options. You've got the, the kids all hanging out on the, the berm down the left field line. It is just like everything you would want summer to be, a perfect night at the ballpark. Uh, it's a gorgeous stadium. It's a, a little deep to center field, but the, the corners are a little bit shallower, so you get a, a few bombs hit out there um, on the occasion. So, so that's a whole lot of fun. The baseball is high level. Um, like we said, that there are kids playing in this who are going to play in the majors one day. It is a, a really, really great experience. And like it just, I, I've been to major league ballparks. It's obviously like there's not 50,000 people there. But boy, it is just, it is such an amazing summer experience. It, it has to be on any sports bucket list that, that anyone from Calgary puts together. Indeed. Uh, last year, one for you, Peter. Just game ones tonight. Give us a quick preview, uh, a pitch if you must, for those that maybe want to get tickets to come out and watch the dogs play in the championship game one. Just a quick preview of what is to come. Yeah, I mean, this is a dogs team that is peaking at the right time. Um, they, they know what it takes to, to win in August here. They, they know what it takes to, to win a championship. And they are going up against the Medicine Hat team that is just on absolute fire right now. Like, it, it really, it, it's two teams that, that when you look at them and you look at how they are playing right now, you can't even fathom how either one could lose. You know, like, it, it's, it's like, it, it really, it, it's super cliche. But it's like a heavyweight boxing fight where you're going in, it's like, holy crap, one of these guys is going to lose. That that's kind of the, the feeling of this game tonight, where you look at how well Medicine Hat is playing, you look at how well Okotoks up and down the lineup is playing, and it's like I can't even begin to imagine that one of these teams is going to to lose not only once but twice now in this series to to get the other one a, a championship. For the Dogs, it is uh, a chance to to continue to build on, on what was started a few years ago. And there are players now who are playing their absolute best baseball of the season. Ricardo Sanchez has been a fan favorite here for a long time. Uh, he struggled a little bit in the, the regular season after he got a, a bit of a late start. And he's hitting around 500 in the playoffs. Like, it's just these guys are peaking at the right time. It is high-level collegiate baseball, and it is that level at its finest tonight at Seaman Stadium at 7 o'clock. Awesome. It should be a good one here. Thank you very much, Peter. Appreciate the time. It's been a blast, and hopefully we'll get to do this again soon. Yeah, hopefully we're talking about a, a dog's championship in a few days. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, Peter. Enjoy the call tonight. Talk soon. Thank you. See you, man. Yeah, talk soon. There you go. That was Peter Klein, the play-by-play voice of the Okotoks Dogs. You've also heard, heard him here on Sportsnet 960, the fan before, and he came down the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, 15-time Consumer's Choice Award winner at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. For pickup or delivery, call 403-248-3344. They do have an excellent program out there in Okotoks. The atmosphere out there, it's been a, it's been a while since I've been out there for uh, Seaman Stadium and whatnot, but uh, I've had I've had the privilege to play on that field before, and it, it's an awesome, awesome stuff out there. So it feels like it is one of those, you know, undiscovered gems here in Calgary, sports wise, in a in a city with the sports landscape that is, uh, you know, definitely booming right now with with the Flames, the Surge, Cavalry, et cetera, et cetera. The Okotoks Dogs is is someone that 
might even deserve more eyeballs than what they really get. They have an excellent product out there. Oh, 100%. I've had an opportunity to go out there. I've worked with some people who work with the dogs, and just the experience that they had is just completely different. It's not what you normally get with the, you know, the big team names that you have uh, that you mentioned off earlier. It's more of the younger players getting to show off their skill before they take their next step and hopefully preparing in the majors. And no, honestly, not much seats left. Yeah. I think I can see maybe one, two couple seats, uh, but it's a packed house yeah. for this uh, game one. And that game just gets going just after seven o'clock tonight. It's a it's a big one for them. Yeah. WCBL Championship kicks off tonight. Siemens Stadium first pitch, like you just said, scheduled for 7.05. Dogs will head to Medicine Hat for game two. That goes Wednesday, August 16th at Athletic Park. First pitch also scheduled at 7.05. In the event, the series is tied after the first two games. Third and deciding game will be Thursday, August 17th at Siemens Stadium. Obviously rooting on the Okotoks Dogs looking for their third championship in four years. But we're going to take a quick break and around the corner, we're going to be replaying our chat that we had with David Panyota trying to stir up some NHL rumors here in the middle of the summer. I'm GVP. He's Azam, and you're listening to The Big Show right here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.